St. Benedict is a man of few words, and so when he repeats himself, it behooves us to pay attention. Something that's always struck me about his short chapter on Lent is that he mentions joy twice, and this is perhaps not what we expect when we think of Lent. And meditating on this, I was moved to look back at the beginning of the pontificate of Pope Francis, where he issued his apostolic exhortation, Exaudium Uh, excuse me, Evangelii Gaudium. And let me just quote the beginning of this because it uh, has a lot of parallels, interestingly, with St. Benedict's teaching on Lent. The Holy Father writes, The joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. Those who accept his offer of salvation are set free from sin, sorrow, inner emptiness, and loneliness. The great danger in today's world is the desolation and anguish born of a complacent yet covetous heart, the feverish pursuit of frivolous pleasures, and a blunted conscience. Whenever our interior life becomes caught up in its own interests and concerns, there is no longer room for others. God's voice is no longer heard. We Many fall prey to this and end up resentful, angry, and listless. This is not God's will for us. That's my edited version. I left some things out. Uh, Pope Francis, unlike St. Benedict, is not a man of few words. In this short passage, though, there are many, many echoes of this Lenten teaching in St. Benedict's rule. The first emphasis on joy, of course. Uh, the root of our Lenten ascesis is the joy of spiritual desire. What robs us of this joy is what we would call worldliness or self-absorption. But it's not always easy to see this, and that's why we need practices to bring this out of us, to help us recognize our worldliness and self-absorption. Because we don't have to look very far to find reasons to be resentful and angry. You know, uh, it's, it's easy enough even in the monastery to find things to be upset about. The question we should ask is, why am I impelled to look for these things? Why do I look for reasons to be angry and resentful? Uh, Oftentimes, I find there's a subtle desire to avoid God's voice. And it is God's voice that I want to mention next. St. Benedict says that every day of a monk's life should be Lent. And elsewhere in the rule, he says that God calls to us every day. Daily, he says to us, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And uh, if, you, if you come for vigils, you know, every day at, at vigils we sing Psalm 94. We say this over and over again. Do not harden your hearts. And it's the antiphon that we use during Lent. Uh, don't harden your hearts. What does a hardened heart feel like? How do we know if we're doing this? Uh, it is that complacent yet covetous heart that Pope Francis refers to. Complacency, a sense of self-satisfaction, self-righteousness. The opposite of spiritual desire. You know, when we're complacent, we don't need anything. When we have desire, we recognize that there's something in us lacking. There's something that we need to be fulfilled. It's an awareness that I depend on God. I need God to supply this for me. A blunted conscience, to use Pope Francis' term, is something that refuses to acknowledge my dependence, my neediness, my need for love, my need to be accepted my need for nobility and virtue and excellence in life, for forgiveness, for help. A blunted conscience refuses to take responsibility for failure, avoids saying, I'm sorry, sees no need humbly to thank others, 
and rejoice in others' joys and their growth. This is a hardened heart. Uh, To borrow the Holy Father's words again, it, it is a heart that has no room for others. And this is the last parallel I wish to draw between the teaching of Pope Francis and St. Benedict. The awareness of my need for Christ is an awareness of my personal incompleteness and my need for others in general. Uh, What harms my brother harms me. We're in this together. We do this together as a people. St. Benedict has a strong caution about personal programs of ascesis. All of these need approval by the abbot, otherwise they are not in the spirit of Lent. Lent is something we do together. Again, at vigils this morning, we read Isaiah 58, and God asks rhetorically, you know, is it fasting that I want, or what kind of fasting is it? And then he draws all kinds of uh, comparisons and says, it's helping one another. You know, it's it's seeing the need of others and meeting it. Uh, And this, of course, we will do more easily if we recognize our own need and allow ourselves to be helped by others. So, uh, is our repentance a kind of personal quest? Or is it that joined to this fasting, I add almsgiving and liberating others? Because too often Lenten practices can lead just to that kind of self-absorption that we're trying to avoid. A fixation on my own personal holiness, uh, personal interpretation of holiness. St. Benedict wants Lent to be the community together, remembering who we are, practicing with greater care the common life as it is meant to be, moderate, humble, quiet, prayerful, expectant, joyful. And may this be our Lent this year.